This is Aikido Discussed, your regular weekly Aikido podcast, where we talk about everything that is the martial art of Aikido. I am Christopher Hines, head instructor at Aikido of Fresno, and with me today is Joshua Tihi, assistant instructor at Aikido of Fresno. And Maya Solana McDaniel, second Q and student at Aikido of Fresno. One of these days, we're going to have a guest, and it is going to blow people's minds. Blow their minds. Well, two times we've had guests. I know. Two times? With but it, Jared Wilson. Yeah. Oh, that's true. And we true. had Nick Houston. There you it go. It just seems like, uh, yeah, and we'll throw him in in the middle, and so then everyone would be expecting it would be Maya next, and then she wouldn't be there, and it'd be someone else, and they'd be like, oh my god, how awesome. I but that's for a later date. I will eat more of those Japanese crunchy crackers. Please don't. I won't. I won't. I, won't. <laughs> I just put the kibosh on the Japanese yeah. crunchy crackers. Yeah, we were because... had Japanese crunchy crackers. They're really good. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm pulling. Stop. Stop. I'm not going to eat it. I'm just looking at it. Yeah, we're just yeah. figuring out what it's all about. Rice. Rice. Just something. crunch it right in everyone's ear holes. Yeah. yeah. Just, just crunch it all around. So, <laughs> uh, when people are listening, it'll be a new year when people are listening yeah. to this. Oh, yeah. wow. Yes, it'll be coming out first, on Happy New, new Year's. Year. First, year, first day new of 2019. Day. So, yeah. hopefully everyone's having had a great New Year's Eve and is enjoying the they're, new year. They're listening to us. How could it not be a, a good new year? True. Fantastic. Um, okay, so, I had this idea. Not that I always come up with the ideas for these shows, just so people know. <laughs> I don't mean to brag, but... But I had this Jesus. idea. <laughs> these guys can't get nothing together, so... No, I had this idea. Uh, so Chris has been talking a lot about magic lately. Uh, magic. Because Chris, aside from being... <laughs> is a big fucking nerd. <laughs> is a huge nerd about magic. That's true. This is true about magic. And so he's been talking about magic lately and, and what magic is and how it sort of uh, fits into the, the larger scheme of life and how magic is a, and or is not real and, and what it means and that sort of thing. And so I thought, well, how about we talk about Aikido and magic because Aikido is magic. It is magic. To a lot of people. Yes. And to a lot of people it is not magic and that makes them sad, I think. You know? I think there's a whole lot of different... I think some people are hoping desperately that it's not magic. Some people are hoping desperately that it is magic. Some people are confused about the whole thing. I think, you yeah. know, but there's definitely magic associated with right. Aikido. And I think we've talked about this before. And I think, you know, we have to pull out the the mystic aspect a little bit, even though they're, they're kind of intertwined. Uh, but for the sake of what we're talking about or the way that I would like to talk about it, like we can maybe pull the mysticism part out of it um, and just talk about, you know, the, the magic throwy powers or whatever. Um, or the magic no-touch. Yeah. Uh, magic. Uh, force choke powers. Because that's <laughs> what I say, think. When, am, when are you going to teach me the force choke? I'm working on the force choke powers. That's what I think some people believe is like in the end that's the thing that i think some people think they'll have it's like this ability like people will come running at you and then you just go huh, and they fall down and and why would i mean that does kind of happen though. why wouldn't well yeah <laughs> but i mean why wouldn't we're people, not getting we're not there <laughs> yet sorry we're why wouldn't people yet. believe that because everything that's said about yoshiba is you know basically he did magic stuff you know like right. people always want to talk about him in this real mystical way you know he did these things that no one could understand and so yeah of course that's what you think right. and like then if you about. see and not uh in uh oh sensei but then even as you travel down uh further you know i remember hearing uh gary Busey talk about steven seagal on the set of under siege 
and saying uh, he went to go touch Steven Seagal in, in one scene to do his little thing, and suddenly he was on the other side of the room. Right, right. And it was, what happened? He magic. still doesn't know. That really, that yeah. was he genuine still magic. doesn't I know. Mean, that really was genuine magic. Yeah. Um, I think that example is a, a perfect example of what magic is and why we like to look at martial arts as magic, or at least we have in the past looked at it that way, because there's this sense of awe that comes with it. Um, that comes with martial arts, and if you don't understand what's going on, it it's mysterious to you, and there, it's amazing, and like it pulls up that sense that, um, and I think that's why we're saying it's magic right now, and why other people probably would make that same argument because um, it's unknown and it's awe-inspiring and amazing, and um, there's there's a lack of understanding of what's really going on there. All right, so let's break this down because Chris uh, was talking about this the other day. And I thought it was really great, his explanation. So the explanation, and I'll let you do it, but the explanation of what magic is, um, and I think that'll give us a really nice jumping off point to start yeah. talking about how that fits in with Aikido. Yeah, so so uh, just a little little background. Uh, I've been interested in magic since I was tiny. My mom worked for a magician when I was a little kid. Um, and so like stage magicians, uh, I've been around them and thought about them a lot. Uh, most of my junior high and high school years were spent learning magic. Like I spent a lot of time learning card tricks, and Josh it's can true. attest to this. Um, so, you know, magic on that end I've always been very interested in. Uh, and then, you know, I had a lot of life troubles when I was a kid so like looking towards magic you know in the you know the mystical sense of like you know how the occulty is, sense yeah, yeah occult sense yeah um was was definitely something I was super interested in and you know always kind of uh, playing with these two ideas um but basically I think magic it, magic and, and technology those two words are the same word with the exception of one thing uh and that's all so if you look at what magical powers do, they give you some ability to extend man's power over the world, right? So like, you know, uh, humankind can run as fast as they run and they can, you know, lift as much as they can lift and all these things. Um, when we try to extend our power uh, greater than that, that is something that is either magical or technological, right? So like, you know, if we find a way to uh, lift a heavy block, um, there's a technology that goes into lifting the heavy block because, you know, no human could lift it. It, you know, weighs a ton or whatever. Um, and so we find a technology. Um, if the technology is understood and commonplace, we call that simply technology. If the magic is not understood and awe-inspiring, we call it magic. So, right. So the first time someone used a lever, right. probably everyone dropped to their knees and were like, oh my yeah. God, this How is that and now it's like well, it's a lever people shut up right yeah. and it's like you know you can you can extend that really easily like you know if you look at a television set look I have yep. no idea how a television set works um, and but when I look at it it's commonplace or and I say car, that's instance. technology yeah. yeah yeah any any modern thing we have um, it's technology and we just go oh, yeah that's technology and I don't understand how it works but some person does and they could explain it and it it happens for rational reasons and that's why you see that trope in like uh, any kind of like time travel where someone travels back in time and they've got like a watch or right, right. Um, a cell phone or something right. and they show and the person's like what is this magic block what, you have what is this right. magic what, is, what are these moving machine. pictures Right, like, right, right. and it's it's magic to them because it's technology that they have never seen, don't understand. The boomstick, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, in a uh, army of darkness. Yeah, I don't think my seen army of darkness. No. Yeah, it's, on the, it's on the most see list. Um, but anyway, so uh, the, the only distinguisher between the word technology and the word magic and what they get at is whether it creates a feeling of awe to you, 
or whether it creates just a commonplace feeling. Like, and that can be awesome or awful. Right. right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything that you go, oh, it's so great or oh, it's so horrible, whatever it is, you know, it's awe inspiring. Then we would call it magic. Right? Like, because there's some element of it we don't understand. There's some inherent mysticism, awe feeling, and that's what makes it magical. Other than that, they're the same. You know, like if you look at anything a magician does, right? Oh, magicians can fly through the air. Well, people who understand technology can fly <laughs> right, through the right, air. We got right. helicopters, we got gliders, we got, right. we got uh, airplanes, all kinds of things. Uh, oh, uh, magicians can um, communicate over long distances. Well, this podcast right. is communicating right, over right. long distance right now. Like, So there's lots of ways. Now, when you understand the method and it seems commonplace to you, you simply call that technology. But if you don't, you call that magic. Right. Or a trick or something. And so uh, this gets to the, the knowledge of it, right? So the... Um, Magic is simply technology we don't know about or we don't understand, right? Okay, so if you take that and you set it on top of Aikido or on top of a lot of the Eastern, the martial arts um, that sort of were popular, you know, from, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, 60s through the 80s, really, really popular. Um, They all were built on knowledge that we as Westerners. Westerners didn't understand. Like, we understood wrestling and... You know, boxing, boxing or yeah, whatever, because we've seen it all the yeah. time. Yeah, boxing, boxing we've yeah, yeah. box. But suddenly, here's these dudes coming in. They're doing something completely different that we don't understand, and so it seems a little bit like magic. And I think this is why a lot of people. This is why like Bruce Lee was so awesome to a lot of people, um, and this is why like I think you know the ninjas like all that it's because we didn't understand what they were doing so it was like oh my god this this Magic. must be something and and also special. coupled with the culture being mysterious right, to us right, as well right, you know right, right. the techniques right, right, and the the martial right. arts but also what are ninjas <clears throat> wearing what are they yeah, doing what, what are that? these right. ceremonies and strange things like it i think it that's added. the gets to that ah part of right it, you know it's funny i remember and this story to me really hit me hard when it happened i, I remember years ago you know I was studying with Tim Cartmel, and and we were talking about, you know, internal Chinese martial arts. And uh, uh, I was talking about standing practice, you know, santi. So, like, uh, this way in Xingyi, you stand. You stand in this little stance, and, and, you know, you're supposed to be able to stand there for a long time. And, you know, it's awesome, right? And uh, I remember saying to Tim, I was like, oh, you know, how does santi work? (laughs) And he's like, what? And I said, how does it work? He's like... What happens to you when you stand that way? It's like, oh, my legs get really tired and, you know, I get really exhausted. He's like, oh, yeah, so it works your muscles out, yeah? And he said, so you get stronger, right? I said, yeah. He's all, yeah, that's what it does. <laughs> and I was like, that's what it does? He's all, yeah, and, you know, it, it makes you, uh, uh, you know, like have a stronger will because you can stand there for a long time and stuff. But basically, that's that's what it does. He's like, you could, you could lift weights and get a lot of that stuff yeah. from that. And it was just like... It was so obvious that I felt so stupid for like, why was this right, mystical right, right, standing right. practice so awesome? You right. know, makes you strong. Right, being strong is good. Right, simple. Answer. And so, so, and and I think, so what has happened in the intervening years uh, is that with a lot of other martial arts, the the knowledge, the things that they were using, the knowledge that they were using, we figured it out. You know, uh, jujitsu, et cetera, so forth. Aikido, we haven't uh, figured out the the knowledge that it's using. We haven't or, demystified or, it. We haven't demystified it. And so it's in this weird other realm. And this is why people have so much trouble with it. Because it's like um, all the other martial arts, I mean, 
I think all of them. The current popular. The current arts. have been have been figured out. We realize they've been demystified. They're normal mm-hmm. stuff to us. We've brought them into but that technological right, sphere. Right. Right. But exactly there's still right. this other thing over here, uh, existing in the the magic realm. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't fit with martial artists who are looking for the, the, the technical uh, side of it. Um, and it doesn't really fit maybe with the magic people because they've seen that the, all the other martial arts aren't magic. Right. Right? So something in their head goes, well, this can't really be magic. Right. They're becoming skeptical. Right. Because, and, and they should be skeptical because we figured all the other stuff out. Right. Yeah, so it, I think it's it's a real hard time right now because you have people who desperately want to cling on to the mysticism. And the real truth about this is if you want to cling on to mystical things, you're never going to get an answer. And it's because you don't want an right, answer, right? Right. Like, And I'm not making a judgment here. I'm just simply saying that like, if your desire is to make everything mystical so it's awe-inspiring and magical right. and neat, then you can't know the truth because when you know how it works, it will then be demystified, right. thus not awe-inspiring to you probably and not not magical anymore so and here's the truth about it i think most no one wants to just no one wants to admit that they just want to be a believer and believe in in the magic right sure so they are looking for things that allow them to believe that they're seeing behind the curtain even though they never are and i think that's where aikido sits right now it's like a weird in between um, place it's a place where you know they're doing it and they're thinking that they're seeing the thing behind the curtain but they aren't and that allows them to believe that maybe it's still magic and i think like it's a very human nature kind of thing to want to be oh, inspired and in awe sure. and conf- maybe a little confused by something or you know to be we a believer love awe. We, we love it. magic. it's yeah. it's a great place to exist in and it's very like a um, and I'm not saying this to be diminutive, but like it's a childlike space to be like, I am in awe of this and I don't understand it because it's like it brings you back to an, a simpler, more innocent kind of feeling. Um, but we also live in a time where we're very much, at least in the Western world, information. Very, right, information, technology, look it up on YouTube and you can figure it out on your own. You don't yeah. even need a teacher. Like yeah. that kind of thing. And that that world fits much more with the way that we see most martial arts now, which is very much you know technology here's yeah. a book of techniques it's not that right. we'll, hard we'll anybody you, can teach yeah. themselves that kind of thing rather than you need to seek a mystic teacher to teach right. you the right. mystical ways well and and think, playing off of that i think we also have to take into account that um people want magic because it gives them the ability to be uh more than human yeah uh, extra human without the work Right. 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 I mean, if because look, it, <clears throat> if you want to understand the information, you have to put in a lot of work. Yeah. If you can just study magic, you don't ha- like you know you could get the benefits without putting in putting the, work the work to know the right. the not. And so I think that's where some people are coming at this too, which is like it's a they hack. they want it to be magic because if it's magic, they can do stuff that other people can't do without having to do a bunch of push ups. Or you know, spent <laughs> yep. yep. and this yep. is where you get the the that this idea that like I've been studying it thirty years. If I only study it thirty more, I'll figure right. it out, right? Yes, and yes, it's yes, like, yes, no, yes. you're never gonna figure it out because you're not looking at the right thing. You know, you're not actually wanting to see behind um, behind the, the curtain. curtain. You know, because to to do that is a lot of freaking work. And I and there are people who I'm sure are putting in the work, but again, I think. 
because it, there's knowledge that we don't we don't we haven't even cracked they don't even know where to look perhaps right. you, you have sense. to decide what is most important to you so uh i think this is a good story to kind of illustrate this when i was a kid i used to get these magic uh catalogs you know so hank lee's was one of them it was this guy from uh uh, Massachusetts, and he would send you this uh, magazine, this little like uh, folded up thing, and it would describe all these magic tricks you could buy, you know, and it was awesome. Like, I would get it, you know, I think it came out like once a month, and I would get it, or I think it was every four months. It was something, you know, and I'd get it, and I would look through it all, you know, and I would go, oh, look at this buy trick, and I would read coin it. Trick you know, it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't tell you how the trick works, it just tells you what the trick is. Right, and right? you can buy it for yeah, however much. Yeah, and so there was this trick that was awesome. It was this appearing from nowhere silk trick, right? And I remember reading it, I must have read it a hundred times like how you know how what happens and it sounded so awesome and it was like 50 bucks which to me at the time was like just this that's so much amazing amount of money you know to like you know a 12 year old or something i love so, where, that's so much I love now where, i love where this story's going by so, the way so without man, even having hearing oh god like, oh i want this so bad and you know like this is still in my nature today i'll just agonize over things before i spend money you know so i'm just agonizing and agonizing you, yeah. and then like i'm like i've, I've got to know i've got to do this. this trick's gonna be so perfect it's gonna be so awesome so I, uh, I bought it, and I get it, and the day I get it in the mail, I'm so stoked, and I open the package, and it's literally a rubber band and a paper clip. <laughs> literally a paper clip. 50 bucks. And a rubber band. 50 bucks for a rubber yeah. band and a paper clip. And some instructions, of course. Of course. So I'm mad, right? And I, I, mean, I, I can't, you know, I know that there's no take backs on the, I can't send it back, right, you know, right. I spent 50 bucks. So I spent 50 bucks, so I'm going to learn how to do it. So I read it, learn it, practice it, go in the mirror, you know, bathroom by myself, practicing, practicing. I perform it, and then people are like, whoa, how did that work? Now, look, to me, it was completely demystified. Right. It's, it's a rubber yeah. band and a paper clip. Yeah. How would that fool right. anyone? Right. But then when I learned the performance of it, I realized that it would make other people have that feeling of awe. Just like when I read the description. To them, it looked like the description right. looked, right? Yeah. But I had to be demystified from it. And uh, this is something that they say in Westworld. I don't know if it's an older quote or not. But the guy says, everything is magic except to the magician. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an important thing to understand. If you choose to be a magician, if you choose to, to lift the veil then you can't be surprised by it anymore. You're a poor magician right. if you don't know how your own tricks work. So you want to lift that veil so you, you understand. But you're going to have to make the choice. Do you want to be a person who's mystified all the time? And there's nothing wrong with that. Go to class, be blown away by how this stuff works, and see someone who's good at it, and that's cool, super neat. You don't need to know. But if you want to lift the veil, then be surprised. Don't be surprised when you get a paperclip and a rubber band. Right. And, and I'm telling you, you know, like when you get down to it, it's going to be a paperclip and a rubber band. Right. Right. Now, <laughs> just, sorry, that just reminded me, we just watched Christmas Story, A Christmas Story, the movie, and he gets all excited about getting the decoder ring uh-huh. or right. whatever right. it is. So <laughs> he's like, I got to figure out what the secret message is. And this was my first time watching it, so I, I cracked the hell up when it was drink your Ovaltine or yeah. whatever it yeah. is. No <clears throat> secret message at all. Capitalism. I, that feels, to me, that mm-hmm. moment right there, realizing like it's no secret message it's just another advertisement like oh man that's adulthood that is learning about things that you thought were mysterious that are yep. not yep and that's why i kind of was talking about that like tra- like going back to that childhood innocence of that awe that sense of awe it gets taken away the more and more you learn about things right but also but here's the question so can you so knowing that in the end of it at the end of this this journey that there's a paperclip and a rubber band. Um, but don't you have to get to that point to be able to do the thing? Yes. So if we're talking about Aikido, it can't be magic. Like, if you want to be good at it. 
I think you have to make If you want to be so, good and do it, you can't it can't be magic, so right? The, so there's two two things on that. One thing is, um, depending on how good you wanted to get at it. So look, if you never want to teach Aikido, if you just want to go to class and and I mean, I know lots of people and no judgment. I know lots of people who have been going to Aikido for a long yeah. time and they just like to go and watch class and have an interaction yeah. with the teacher and do some fun stuff and every now and then we do some trippy practice that's kind of cool. There's nothing wrong with that. And, and so you can totally practice Aikido and have the idea that I'm never lifting the veil. I'm just going to see some cool yeah. trippy stuff. And that's a joyful way to practice. It's a joyful way to practice. There's nothing wrong with it. And it, it's it's uh, engaging with life no different than anything else, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to become a teacher and you want to understand how it works and you want to tell other people about it and you want to be able to do and understand all the things that Yuishi was talking or people describe, then you're going to have to lift the veil. And so you can't... You can't choose to be the magician and be mystified by something. Right, right. Yeah. Now, there is another part of this that I think is really important, and it's that there can be awe without mystery. And so, like, I talk about this a lot with, like, when I see a seed. So if I get a seed, um, I know that biologically, if I add some sunlight and soil and water to that seed, um, there will be a chemical reaction inside the seed, and that will make this thing grow out of it, and it will be a plant, right? Okay, that's, you know, no mystery there. Right. But also, a little fucking seed right, turns right. into a giant tree. <laughs> Right. Like, that's awesome. <laughs> so even though it is completely without mystery in a right. sense, I can appreciate it and go, that is amazing. I feel the same way about bonsai. Uh, the first time that someone was like, they're not, they're not little trees. They're normal trees. We just train them so they're small. And I was like, wait, hold on. That's a giant redwood? So that, that little tiny thing's a giant redwood? Like, what the? F- that was uh, awe-inspiring to me. So, yeah. Even though, like, yeah, it makes sense. You I think it and- this very, that, that sense, wanting to know about stuff but then experience that sense of awe over and over again even though you've already kind of had the, li- right. the veil lifted right. for you is why some people do a lot of drugs right like, I, I you know what I mean like yeah. no like, like that's that what exactly I was thinking right. about is like tr- you know taking acid or, or smoking weed or whatever it is that you do and like whatever it is that these Listen kids do kids. <laughs> acid, acid and weed those are the only I don't know <laughs> mushrooms or whatever it is um, you know and then like tripping out on everything and going oh my god those lights they're so bright like right. the stars are so beautiful and like re-experiencing right, that sense right, of right, awe right, again right, right, even right. though you're an adult and you know how stars work and how it's, electricity works. It's like, also why it's super fun to be around kids because kids are yes. always experiencing that. So it's fun to watch them. You know, you get to kind of yeah. like, right. you know, go through it with them also. They're you know? asking yeah. you weird questions about yeah. things. And you're super like, fun. Well, I don't really know. Let me get back to you on that, kid. Good question. <laughs> Let me think about. Um, so, I mean, what does this mean in terms of like, where the martial art sits and like it being able to move forward i mean so to me there's they could go kind of one or two ways which is like um we figure out the like what that knowledge is we don't know and we just demystify the hell out of it and we make it like everything else and people will uh understand it like they do boxing or wrestling or anything else now that's where i think we're trying to go with it in my mind i think that's where i i see it moving or 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 what i think would be best for the the martial art generally but i could also see it you know from the other side of just like we're gonna do some magic and if you want to know the magic stuff come find us right but i wonder if we're beyond magic now in the world you know in the world like if we've just uh, evolved to a state where 
um, it's, that's just not good enough anymore. You know, and and not that some people won't be into it because some people are still into magic. The magic casual still exists. Uh, you know, there are people who do these things, um, and there's people into witchcraft and all sorts of other and stuff. People go to the movies. I mean, you go to the movies for that same reason. Um, you know, there's lots of things we do. But from a as a martial art, and and I think it's fairly obvious that people are not looking for magic in martial arts anymore, or it doesn't seem like they are. I think it's a smaller community now, but I still do think that there are people who want to do that. And I think there are a lot of, like, um, so, I mean, I was, like, this kind of kid where, uh, you know, you get to, you're a young man and you want power, right? Like, whatever that means. I want some kind of power. And so occult power, magical power, mysterious power is awesome, right? Like, especially if you felt like, you know, like, oh, you know, maybe, you know, I don't think good enough or I don't, uh, I'm not muscular enough or I'm not, you know, so Mm -hmm. whatever thing. So it's like, oh, there's some occult thing that's not smart guy stuff yeah. and it's not muscle guy stuff and it's like oh I could learn the occult stuff so I definitely think that's but still what, what's funny about that is at the end of that you will realize or at least I realized um, no that's really the stuff you're gonna have to go to you know like I wish that I, I like I had power muscle guy power you can become a muscle guy sure you know or become otherwise you, otherwise you can't yeah. and, and the truth is Aikido is working on a whole other thing uh, and this is the magic part of it. It's working on something that no one's even thinking about right now. That's right. why it seems magic. Yeah. So, like, you know, I don't know. Anyway, go. I, no, I that mean, was I, just an aside for me. Think going back to the paperclip and the 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 rubber band. It's like, yeah, but in you, the end, you do need to be strong. In you the end, it's yeah. it's the explanation is something that's not magical. So, like, why not just? Go for the not magical to begin with. Right. I mean, you know. But maybe that's just my well, own. Well, so, like, like it, I mean, uh, I don't know. I don't know if this will make sense to everyone because I don't know if everyone's on the same page you know, with Aikido that we're talking about. But, like, you know, I think, and I think this is kind of what you were saying in that, too, is that you realize that Aikido is working on something that is not about being strong. But if you want to be a good grappler, you need to be strong. I mean, there's no way right. around being yeah, a good yeah, grappler yeah. and being strong. And that's not to say that, you know, uh, the toughest guy I ever wrestled was like 130 pounds. R- really amazing wrestler, right? But, but like, nonetheless, if there was someone with his same skill set right. who was 150 pounds, right. he'd whoop right. that guy every time. Well, and you that guy I mean? was like, probably at the, I would assume, top of his strength level for being 130 pounds. Right. Yeah, I mean, Right, like, and, and also really skilled. And so, you know, like, uh, there's always an offset um, but but the truth is, if you want to be a good grappler, you have to be strong. If you want to be a good boxer, you have to be fast. Um, like meaning, you have to make good decisions at the right time, very quickly. You know, right. like um, so. So there are these skill sets that are required. What's nice about Aikido is Aikido is working. Uh, a skill set that if you're doing right, you maybe don't have to get as engaged in those. Right, so right. as a person who's genetically not gifted, then it's like, oh, this might be a good martial art for me. Um, and, and that's an aside, but I think it's a it's a realistic aside that we need to kind of talk yeah, about yeah, in this. Yeah. In this. Um, but you do, I, I think one nice thing about it is if you, you know, it's like when I talk about when someone first called me an athlete and it shocked me. Um, <laughs> Because, like, you know, I never thought of myself as an athlete. I'm this guy who's learning this mystical power stuff. <laughs> but then my teacher, who was an expert in mystical, quote-unquote, power stuff, is like, oh, you're an athlete, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I'm an athlete? How am I an athlete? He's what like, are you talking about? What do you about? do all day? Yeah. Work out five hours a day? Oh, you're an athlete, bro. Did you know that? You know, like, and it's like, oh, I guess I'm an athlete, you know? Um, but, but realizing, like, 
it's maybe a way to kind of gateway people into this, yes. right. you know, like, um, and also if you're not a smart guy, well, if you spend a lot of time thinking about this, you're probably going to end up being a pretty smart person because you've got to figure out how it works. Right. And right. so like that requires a lot of brain power and a lot of like figuring out how systems work and log- logistically how these things work out. So like you will become a smart guy, right? So like endeavoring to master anything will make you better than you are. And that's a, that's a great trick. You know, that's a great right, magical right. thing in and of yeah. itself, it's but it doesn't matter what it is, true. boat building, or it doesn't matter what you want to do. I always go to boats. Um, uh, well, but whatever it is. So I was thinking about this the other day uh, in in music. You know, so you all, they always talk about like these great musicians who do all this crazy stuff and they can play like whatever. And it's like, um, you can too. Anyone, like you know, like uh, I, I maybe am never going to be Jimi Hendrix, but given enough, um, given enough time and practice, I can do the things that he could do right. generally you know right um because it's not magic you know it's just a set of skills that you can learn a set of you know the technologies or whatever that you can acquire if given the time and in the drive and that's one of the things i took from aikido which is like no man no excuse for something if you want to do it the knowledge and information is there you just have to go get it and if you do it long enough you will get good at the thing right yeah um i think it's important to realize like remember though that like everybody starts at a different starting point you know so maybe Jimi hendrix started at a, well, right, a better right. like a, a better point than you start sure, you know sure, what i mean his right. fingers are naturally longer than yours right. and you know all this other stuff like and so like well i, I started really really low on the aikido you know like <laughs> yeah not being able to move really at all so this is right. where i'm coming from with this is like <laughs> someone that's my point most of the things that makes those people magic like Jimi hendrix or something right so like uh how much low-hanging fruit is there in that field at the time right so like right, you look right, at right, um, right. you know uh newton and Leibniz created uh, calculus at the same time now newton tends to get all the credit for it but those two guys both invented calculus at the same time independent of right, each other right. which tells you that we had come to a stage in the world mathematically where we had figured out how to go to that next stage. Right. And so all those guys were primed. The fruit was low hanging at that point, you know, like, and so, that's not to say that they weren't smart no, or, smart or hardworking. It's just, it was, they were right place, right time. Right. Exactly. Right. And so like a lot of those people, when you, you know, you look oh, at Jimi man. Hendrix in the 1960s, he seems like a, a guitar God who right. no one else could do that. Right. But you look at now and it's like every high school kid right. who wants to could, could do that right, same right. stuff. They can play just like Jimi Hendrix if they want. I think someone needs to pull out Malcolm Gladwell's outlier book. There are many things. Is this things. the 10,000 hours guy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a lot of things that come, that play into, you know, it, it is the raw talent, but also the opportunity. Right, blah, right, blah, right, blah, right, 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 right. So. Yeah. No, I think that's a, that's a really good point. Like, you know, to do amazing things, you have to be a, an impressive person, but you don't have to be the most impressive ever, right, you know? And right. It's like I say in the self-defense class all the time, you know, you don't have to be the toughest person. You just have to not be the weakest person. Right, so, right. I mean, and, you know, if, right. if, if someone's going to pick on somebody, they're not picking on the toughest person, but they're they're going to pick on the weakest right. person. So, so just don't be that person. the weakest, right? right? Like, <laughs> it's that the slowest zebra is the one right, that gets right. eaten, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. You don't have to, unru- uh, you don't have to unrun the, outrun the bear, just... 
the person, right. the other person, the person next like to you. behind yep. you. Or whatever, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so like, I think that's an important thing to understand. And, and so when you're, you're making this choice to get good at something, you've got to be realistic in it. Um, and if you're choosing to get good at it, be ready to completely demystify it. And if you don't want to demystify it, there's nothing wrong with that. But just accept that, you know, like I, I, you know, like being around magicians, I've heard many times people ask women to be magicians assistants and they say, am I going to learn how the trick works? And the guy go, yeah, I'm, I don't want to do it. Oh, uh-huh. Because it's like they don't want that demon. They like right. the they like the mystery. So I actually just watched uh, a Vice documentary, a mini documentary uh, about uh, a, it was a lady who was doing a seance. Uh, and um, she does this whole thing with this woman in the room, and, and we watched that. And oh yeah, the yeah, whole yeah. thing. And then at the end, she explains how it's done. Um, and she, before she did, she was like, "All right, I will explain it to you, but just so you know, it's gonna you it's gonna ruin it. It's for gonna you. ruin it for you." Right. And she was like, "Fine with it," and it, it ended up being you know whatever. Um, but it's that thing of like, yeah, you you can have the knowledge. But there also comes drawbacks with having the knowledge. Sure. And so you just need to decide what kind of person are you and what is this for you? You know, so like you can't go to your office job and go like, I want my office job to be mystical. So every time (laughs) I walk in here, it's amazing because then you can't do the freaking job. Right. Right. right, right. But there are lots of things in your life. You know, you don't need to know about CGI to watch a movie. Right. Right, You're not the best movie watcher because you understand how the green screen works. You know, like um, so just enjoy things for what they are. And I think actually there is some. Uh, there is some joy. We should not want to demystify everything. You know, like, I mean, we, we shouldn't. I mean, some people will because they just don't care. But there is some, A, there is some joy in having things that are mystical and awe-inspiring, right? And B, like like you said earlier, some things you will never take the awe out of. Right. A sunset. Right, uh, yeah, a man, sunrise. You will never totally. be able to take the awe out of that. But I know how it works. It's like reflect, like, like whatever. Right, I know how fucking sunset works. <laughs> but it still is awe-inspiring. You go out into the mountains, you know. Look at Instagram. Like, look how many people constantly post pictures of sunrises right, or sunsets right. yep. or food or food. Oh, yeah. I love food. Like food great. will always be awe-inspiring to me. I know, sort of. How anyway? I think too with Aikido, like we can shift where the awe is coming from we can demystify the techniques the and the the, the, the dis- form demystify. the way that we practice things so that we can get the information that we want and need um, but we can still have awe for um for our own practices or for watching a kid understand you know the taino hanko or what you know right. like we can there's plenty of awe to be found in the practice that or isn't yeah. the and techniques even watching are, you, know, you know i often watch um demonstrations in and and i'm in awe of what those yeah. people are able to yeah. do yeah even though you totally yeah. know i know you. exactly what's happening and i know like in the, like i know what's happening there's no magic to it the guy's not doing any, you know they're working together in this cooperative practice it is still awe-inspiring the way that they are able they to do it really fit nicely. their bodies yeah. together and make this thing come out that's like smooth and seamless the whole way so I think you can still have that that awe in there, sure. um, but I feel like in order to take the martial art to the next level, we have to kind of demystify it, um, yeah. and that'll at least put us on a level with other martial arts where you know people aren't going to be like, "Does Aikido work anymore?" <clears throat> because right. they will be able to see whether or not it works. Yeah, exactly. Um, right. And you know, with the magic there. 
that's where some of those questions come from. Where does it work? Well, they, we don't know because we don't know what it's doing because there's some kind of magic there. Right, right. So they assume it. They, they know it's it's like a magic trick. Like I watch a magic trick, I know it's a magic trick, so I can be like, eh, it's not real. Even though I'm seeing this thing, I know that's not actually what's happening. What I believe is happening is not actually what's happening. And that's the same thing with Aikido. You know, I think that people are like, eh, what I'm seeing happening here isn't. I it, it can't be what I think is happening. You know, right. I think if we if we can work, we should work to to try to demystify it as much as possible. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that it doesn't have to be. It can no longer be awe-inspiring. Right. Mystery is a way to create awe, but not the only way to yeah. create awe. I think that's an important thing to realize. All right. Any other magic? Uh, magic can we do an magic, a, magic. incantation here at the end of the <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the podcast? <laughs> yeah. Then suddenly we just uh, hypnotize all of our listening audience to send us money via Patreon. <laughs> you know I'm becoming a certified hypnotherapist. There you go. Yeah, and it always freaks me out because we do these uh, after at the end of uh, one of the classes, we do this thing where he leads us through a guided meditation. I'm like, this motherfucker <laughs> is learning <laughs> hypnotism. And he's going to be doing some crazy shit one day. I'm going to wake up clucking like a chicken or whatever. <laughs> It's just a little worried. Yeah, one day, Josh. Yeah, right. One that's, day he could have already. I mean, and that's actually what makes me fine with it. It's like, if it is happening, I'm never going to know about it, so it's fine. <laughs> Until we see the video. Look yeah. what I made you guys do. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> when I snap right. my fingers. Right. And then I wake up, I'm so refreshed. <laughs> All right, let's go uh, thank our patrons. All right. So thank you so much to our Patreon sponsors. We really appreciate all your help, um, your continued support, and uh, just l- continue letting us know that yeah. you're that you're listening. It's, yeah, it's, and if you guys have any, well, anyone, this extends anyone, but like anyone has any requests, we'd yeah. love to do yes. it. We're getting into 2019. Yeah. So you know, if there's New Year, New You, get New Year, New feel, Year. Feel free to <laughs> to get get with us and let us know what you want to hear. Send us your Aikido New Year's resolutions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's also, you know, like, I realized the other day, this is silly because we've been doing this for over a year now, but, like, uh, I was, the other day, I was like, we do this every fucking week. Every week. week. Like, that's four times a month, at least five some months, that we do one of these. It's like, that's a lot of topic ideas to come up with. Right, right. That is. And I'm often like, and this was actually one of them, um, so we've never really talked about this before, but we have talked about right. pieces of it before right, yes, and right. kind of you know we've said some of these things so um we tread the same ground often so it would be nice to maybe have someone else come in and give us a completely out there idea yeah that we can then bring in and tread on the same ground with yeah right. so thank you so much guys we have rob kitson john smith jim sullivan lenny acuna urbano matt riley Wark dean and grant templin thank you so so thank much thank you guys we appreciate it thank you very right. much i would uh just since we're doing all of these things right now i would remind people that um combat con is coming up in Ooh. august and uh they're not even paying us to talk about yeah. them we just really like it they it's true i would look go to combat con and see because i know in the past years i think they've done special deals at certain points yeah. to get people like so like a new year special yeah you like might a... and i'm not saying there is because i haven't looked at it recently but um just go and check it out if you're at all interested in going it's in 
uh, Vegas, August, what, 1st through the 4th or something mm-hmm. like that. We will be there. Um, Chris will be teaching some classes. We'll be taking some classes. So um, it's really a cool, awesome time. So. It's fun. It's super, super fun. All right. Um, our tip of the week. Tip oh, yeah. Tip of, of the week. The week. Tip of the week is think about your approach to Aikido and think clearly about what it is that you're looking for when it comes to magic or secret techniques or if you are truly looking for something straightforward. Um, And if you are looking for wanting awe or magic or something like that, like how can you find that in Aikido while still getting the knowledge that you want? You know what I mean? Like think about that. Right. Sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) That's it then. All right. We're done. Thank you so much, guys. guys. Until next week. All right. Adios.